Hey everyone, Chuck Underwood here, and welcome to the brand new Vegan Podcast. Hey everyone, Chuck here from Brand New Vegan. We are on episode two of our podcast. Can you believe it? Episode two already. And I uh, just wanted to thank you all for the kind remarks and the comments from the last episode. It was overwhelming. I had a radio voice, some of you have said. I had no idea. No clue. Anyway, I think it's going to be fun. And I enjoy doing this, so we'll just keep going from here and uh, see where we end up. I do have plans for another uh, my first interview, I should say, coming up soon. And uh, she's a very dear friend of mine from Austin, Texas, and she's a doctor. And uh, I think she's going to have some really cool things to say. So I'm looking forward to that. Meanwhile, for today, I think we're going to talk about that conversation. You know what I'm talking about. We've all been through it. You're you're in a grocery store. You're you're at a you're at the mall. You're at your kids choir practice or something you know and then that person that you haven't seen in oh 10 15 years comes up and chuck is that you hey man how's it going so what are you doing nowadays yeah that conversation right there what do you say um this kind of started from a facebook post a while back i had a one of my longtime friends from when i lived in uh, new mexico she saw my Facebook page, the Brand New Vegan Facebook page. And she asked about, you know, what is this Brand New Vegan thing that you're doing? What's that all about? Cookbooks and, you know, ads and branding. And are, are you working for a company or? I mean, she had no idea. In fact, I still have a lot of family and friends. I have no idea what I do. Um, you mentioned blogging. And they kind of give you that deer in the headlights look. So I'm, I'm sure you've seen it too. It's that same look they give you when, uh, you know, they ask you, well, you look so thin nowadays, you're, you're looking good and you look exactly like you did in high school. And what's your secret? And you mentioned vegan, you know, the V word. And you get that same stare. This would be the time that the little crickets chirping would pop up, you know, because they're just staring at you like you're an alien or something. So how do you respond to that? What what kind of conversation can you have with somebody that has absolutely no idea what you're doing, why you're doing it? And that's kind of why I wrote this post. So this is how I explain it. This is what Chuck Underwood's all about. Brand new vegan. This is how I spend my time, if you want to call it that. This is my job. And it is my job. It's my full-time job now. It's not just a pastime or a hobby. This is This is my passion. This is what I love to do. I like to get people healthier or try to you know one bite at a time um without them feeling like they're missing out on anything that's the whole secret i think behind brand new vegan is the the foods that i cook are like the foods that we grew up with so you really not you don't miss anything so then you keep going that that's i think the whole secret we know that most of the diseases we see today are food related especially here in america it's, it's not a virus or bad genes or whatever people want to say. It's simply the garbage food that is out there that so many of us are eating or used to eat. So the good news, though, is, and that's, again, why I'm here, it's completely reversible. All you can do is to start eating better, which is why I do what I do. And, um, yeah, if it's reversible, then 
why not do it? So this is how I tell people what I do and why they should do it too. This is a typical example of a conversation I've had many times, and I'm sure you have too, and I call it the vegan conversation. So I'm going to go back and forth between an imaginary friend and myself. So what, what, what do you do again, Chuck? Well, I'm a blogger. There's that stare again. Okay, I'm a writer, and that usually goes over pretty good. I own and I manage and write for a website that I created called Brand New Vegan, and I recreate favorite comfort foods to make it easier for people to transition to a plant-based diet without any of the meat, the dairy, or the oil. Wow. What, what no meat? Why would you do that? Because our standard American diet, meat, cheese, pizza, sugar, fat, it's making people sick. And trust me, I, I read the comments. I, I get the emails. People are sick. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired. They want to change their diet. They want to change their lifestyle. They want to feel good again, like they used to. And they want to get off their meds. So they're looking for me. Well, how long have you been doing this? Well, I started my website back in 2013. And I've been eating this way myself since about 2008. So you're vegan? I am, but I'm also following a plant-based, whole food plant-based, no oil diet. It, wait, Chuck, isn't that the same thing? No, not really. People don't understand this. And it's kind of important, I guess. Veganism has nothing to do with your diet. It really doesn't. It's about the animals. It's about animal cruelty, the exploitation, factory farms. You know, that's really where veganism is today it has nothing to do with the food you could be vegan and eat potato chips and diet pepsi not necessarily healthy but it's good for the animals right a plant-based diet on the other hand is all about your health it's about nutrition and giving your body the foods the, the vitamins the minerals the fiber that it needs so if you're a vegan, your priority is animals. If you're on a plant-based diet, your priority is your own health. Okay, now let me, let me just stop right here, though. I don't want to get in trouble. There are vegans who are health conscious. They, they eat healthy. Very, they don't eat just potato chips and, and Diet Pepsi. They eat very healthy. Uh, but there are vegans who, who don't. And there's also plant-based people who could care less about the animals. They're only in it for their own health. And there's plant-based people that are, like myself, they're, they're vegan too. We, I don't think you can be one or the other and not eventually see the other side, if you know what I mean. Um, I started this way for my health. It, back then, there was no such thing as plant-based diets, at least not that I knew of. But to me, I thought it was called vegan, so that's why I named the site Brand New Vegan. Besides brand new plant-based person, just doesn't quite roll off the tongue like brand new vegan does but you get what i mean there are people who are both there are people who are one or the other i think eventually we're all going to end up being plant-based and vegan for the animals for our health and for the planet okay so you don't eat meat no i eat plants i don't eat fake plants or fake processed foods either i eat whole foods Beans, veggies, fruits, salads, oatmeal, whole grain breads, pastas, lots of rice, lots of potatoes. 
And usually at this point, that's where the, the, the famous vegan question always comes in. Always. Almost guaranteed. Where are you going to get your protein? And I tell them, I get my protein from those same exact plants. I mean, there's plenty of plant-based foods that have just as much protein as meat. I don't think people know that. Beans, peas, lentils, nuts, seeds, they all have protein. Oatmeal has protein. Broccoli, spinach, you get your, your almond milks, your soy milks, tofu. People don't like tofu, but it has protein. I tell them I don't worry about it. There has never, from what I have read from Dr. McDougall and the doctors that I follow, and there's quite a few, there has never been a case of protein deficiency recorded in the medical journals ever. So as long as you're getting enough calories per day, you're going to get your protein. But but if you don't eat meat, what do you eat? Okay, true story, funny story. I was in Austin last spring, and uh, I was there for, when I was still employed, I was there for a training session with one of the machines I was working on. And I went to the local store to get some groceries. I went to uh, Walmart, of all places, because it's all I could find. And i checking out. I got all my plant-based foods there on the, on the thing. And she's scanning them, this lady. And she stopped. And she looked at me. And she said, put her hands on her hips. And she said, honey, you ain't got no meat on here. And I just thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. Um, she was, by the way, not to be mean or anything, but just pretty large woman <laughs> and I just looked at her and smiled and I said I, I don't eat meat how do you got to eat your meat and oh it was just hilarious and I got a good laugh out of that um she probably thought I was the craziest person she ever met anyway people don't realize we actually eat a lot of different things veggies soups stews greens fruits lots of starches corn rice potatoes pasta well I can't have carbs I'm diabetic. And I hear that a lot. I'm sure you guys have too. And I tell them that's sad because really the the blood sugar problem with diabetics is simply a result. It's not the cause. It's the, you know, doctors are finding out today that there's actually been a lot of research and a lot of studies. And if you go to uh, Dr. Neil Barnard's website or even Dr. McDougall's website, you can read all about this. Even Dr. Uh, Grieger on nutrition facts. Diabetes is a, a problem with the fats that we're eating. It has nothing to do with the sugar. The high sugar is just a result. Um, it's from the saturated fat and the trans fat and all the meats and cheap processed foods. That's probably what's causing it. It's not about the sugar. High blood sugar is a symptom. It's not the cause. Well, and I always hear this too. My doctor never says that. He is a doctor. You know, so I'm going to follow his advice. Besides, it, diabetes runs in my family. Yes, it runs in your family. Because you're probably eating the same foods that your family ate. I mean, that's where we learn to cook, right? From our parents. And they're eating the same foods they learned from their parents. The same high fat, high grease, oily things that we grew up eating. We didn't know any better. They didn't know any better. It's not their fault. But all of that fat that runs in families too besides the genes i said uh, realize that there are doctors who are actually trained in nutrition most doctors aren't but there are doctors who are they have actually reversed type 2 diabetes using a high carb low fat diet and i say because food runs in families too 
and you probably inherited your love of certain foods from your parents. And I don't know why this comes up, but then they always ask about chicken or fish. Like, that's not an animal. It's like, no, I don't eat any meat. And I avoid dairy and the oil, too. But olive oil is healthy. It's good fat. I'm sure you hear that, too. There's a lot of foods, and I, I tell people, I eat oil, but it comes in the food. I don't get the oil separate from the food, like in a bottle. There, there's foods that have natural fats in them, the vitamins, with the vitamins and the nutrients, and especially the fiber. You take olive oil away from the olive, away from the fiber, away from all the vitamins and, and minerals, and, and what you're left with is just pure fat. It's 120 calories per tablespoon. That's like 4,000 calories per pound. And olive oil is the most calorie-dense food on our planet, even more than sugar. So... As Dr. McDougall says, the fat you eat is the fat you wear. That's why I avoid oil. Oh, where did you learn all this, Chuck? I've actually been studying this for at least 10 years now. Uh, Books, blogs, documentaries. I follow many doctors. I've mentioned a few. Dr. McDougall, Dr. Esselstyn, Dr. uh, Dr. Barnard, Dr. Michael Grieger, Dr. Michael Clapper. There's, There's just so many, and I follow all of them. And I also have a certification myself from Cornell University for plant-based nutrition. Well, I'm sure those doctors are just trying to sell their books or something. And sometimes I hear that too, which is sad. But they do have books. Sure, why not? They're trying to help spread the message. And I said, you, you, you can find everything you need about this diet, though, the way we eat, completely free on the Internet. Dr. John McDougall has his entire program for free on his website. You don't have to buy a single book. And Dr. Grieger, all of his proceeds from his books and his website goes to charity. So they're doctors. They don't need to sell anything to make a living. They do this to help. I suppose you're making money doing this too. Well, yeah, this is my job. Um, When you have a blog as large as Brand New Vegan, it's not free. And I have expenses that have to be covered. So I'm no different than anybody else. We all have to make a living. Well, how many people follow you? Well, believe it or not, I actually have tens of thousands of people that follow me. Um, I was actually having coffee with a friend yesterday morning, and I looked down at my blog, the stats, how many people have visited. It was 10 o'clock in the morning, and I already had like 20-something countries listed. I have a lot of followers in Australia. Hey, y'all down there. Um, England, Canada. So, yeah, I have people that follow my blog. and I guess that shocks people when they hear that but well have you helped anybody is another question sure i get emails i get facebook messages i get comments um, every single day especially from the ladies the ladies are trying to get their husbands healthy and the husbands like my food because well, i'm a guy i make guy food dude food the guys are losing weight they're getting off their pills i even had one lady tell me that her her couch potato husband, who used to sit there in front of the TV and watch and, and watch TV and eat his frozen chicken wings and his bags of cheddar cheese, I guess, was actually in the kitchen himself cooking my recipes. And she was just amazed and very thankful. So, yeah, I'm helping people. Well, good for you. That's real nice. And there's those crickets again and that stare. 
that's usually how the conversation goes. Does any of it sink in? Probably not. But I hope, I hope that maybe a small seed or two will be planted, right, in their brain. One day, they'll remember, and uh, it'll take root, start to grow. Oh, yeah, there was that Chuck guy. He told me about this. Yeah, people have to approach this when they're ready. I know that. You can't force this on anybody. And hopefully, when that day comes, and I think it's going to be when, not if, because it's going to happen, um, they'll remember me and my blog and why I'm here. And uh, they'll come visit me at brandnewvegan.com. But that's the conversation. That is me. That's Chuck. That's, that's what I do. And uh, hopefully this little conversation will help you explain to people why you do what you do. And um, if they're interested, send them my way. We'll give them some good food to eat. So there we go. Episode 2 Brand New Vegan Podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, hope it's better than the last one. I think we're going to get better the more we do this. Um, I'm noticing playing his back. While I'm editing, you know, little pops and clicks from the mouse and keyboard strokes and furnace popping in and out and all kinds of noise. I'm probably going to have to invest in one of those little hangy uh, boom mic things that put the microphone in a little cage and dangles it midair so I don't get any of that background noise and figure out something to do with the furnace. But anyway, we're, we're getting it. It's, uh, it's a work in progress, as they say. So there's episode two. Um... We'll do this again real soon. Leave the comments. Tell me what you think. Love to hear from you. And uh, you got any ideas or uh, things you'd like to hear in the future, be sure and send them my way. Until next time, thanks again for listening to Brand New Vegan Podcast.